If you do not invest in your own growth, no one else will. And you are letting your dreams and aspirations get away while watching and helping others achieve the life you have always wanted. Not investing in yourself, in your learning and growth, means you'll be forever playing catch-up, missing crucial opportunities. This can lead to depression, anxiety, burnout, stress, and an overwhelming sense of dissatisfaction and unfulfillment. And I've been there myself many times. Imagine one day you will wake up realizing that you lived someone else's life, helped them fulfill their dreams, while never giving yourself the chance to follow your own heart and chase your own dreams. And you may end up meeting the person you could have been. How would that make you feel? Now, there's a quote that really had me pondering many, many years ago, and it read something like this. My definition of hell is waking up on my last day on earth and meeting the person I could have been. And when I read that quote for the first time, it really, really, really put everything in perspective for me. Am I actually living the life I want? Am I actually taking the necessary steps to get to the life I want? And if not, what's stopping me? There's a lot of fear going around, right? There's a lot of trauma that we carry from our younger years. It doesn't have to be that way. We have a choice. We have a chance to right the wrongs of the past, to learn, to grow, to move on. I am Konstantin Morun, a neuroencoding and transformational growth mentor and coach. My own journey, overcoming a lifelong battle with depression, anxiety, burnout, and the 10 thieves of our dreams, procrastination, hesitation, fear of failure, fear of success, fear of rejection, imposter syndrome, self-loathing, self-doubt, stress, and overwhelm. All of those form the cornerstone of my two plus decades in personal and professional development. This firsthand experience has deeply shaped my approach to empowering others, to empowering you. In my diverse career, I've held numerous leadership and change roles within the corporate and coaching world. Combined with my degree in mathematics and expertise as a licensed neuroencoding specialist, I bring to the table a unique blend of practical life strategies and neuropsychological insights. Having guided countless individuals on similar paths, my mission is to empower you and guide you in discovering your why, your purpose, helping you reboot and rewire your brain and overcoming limiting beliefs to unlock your full potential. As someone who is still on this transformative journey, I warmly invite you to join me in the process of growth and self-discovery. Together, let's embark on a transformative journey to break free from the barriers holding us back, holding you back, stepping into the life filled with purpose, fulfillment, abundance, and joy. Now that we covered who I am, why am I here talking to you? Let's jump into a quick story to show you how I've overcome this challenge of not wanting to invest enough in myself. When I mean invest, I'm not talking about just money. I'm talking about time. I'm talking about finding the right people to work with, be it in a mentor or coach capacity or any other capacity. So as some of you may know, I was born in Eastern Europe, in Romania specifically during the communist era. And during the time 
there was a lot of scarcity and fear going around. I was shielded of that to some degree by my parents and my caretakers, my grandparents. However, of course, being raised in a society like that will imprint you with certain limiting beliefs, certain fears, certain traumas and whatnot. Now, most of these I wasn't even aware of because they happened in the first seven years of my life. Of course, they carried on with me. Now, I also learned a lot of great things in the time, right? Like schooling is important. Go to school, get a good degree, go get a job after that. So I did exactly that. I went to school despite not necessarily liking the subjects I took. I went to university, started in engineering. I didn't like it. I, I was fortunate enough to be able to switch to mathematics, which was something closer to my heart, but still not what I truly wanted to do. And then, of course, I dabbled in entrepreneurial adventures, some successful, some not, and eventually jumped into the corporate world, putting my degrees and everything to use. Now, why am I telling you that? Because throughout my journey, I had the opportunity to learn a lot and invest in myself. But guess what? When you grow up, when you're a kid, when you're a child, when you're a teenager, other people are helping you learn and investing in you, right? Your parents, your caretakers. Now, some of you have not been fortunate enough to have that, but a lot of people did grow up that way. But what happens once you are an adult? a lot of people start decreasing the amount of investment they make in themselves. You see, I was someone that thought that once I'm done with school, I never have to learn again and I can just enjoy life. And sure, for some of us, it can work that way. However, most of us will learn and learn and learn as we go through life because that's the only way we grow, right? Through learning, through overcoming challenges and improving one day at a time. So see, in my life, I was fortunate enough to meet the right mentors at the right time, the right coaches. However, even I was hesitant to invest in myself. It took a while to invest in a proper coach, in a proper therapist, in a proper person in my corner or a group of people. Now that I know much better, oh, I've come so far along. And I want that for you as well. However, you may be thinking that you don't have enough time or money to invest in your own personal growth, or perhaps you're skeptical about whether to invest in yourself and then see results. Maybe you believe you're too old or too set in your ways to change now. Or you might even think that there's no one out there that can help you. Some of you may feel lost about where to start. Find that focusing on your own development can be seen as selfish because after all, you have a family to take care of. You have people that rely on you. Or maybe even question the necessity of self-improvement or even think you should be able to manage fine on your own without any guidance. The good news though, you are not alone. You see, I understand how you feel. I've been there myself and so many of the people I'm working with. I too didn't think I had the time or money to really invest in my growth and didn't really know what the results would be. Like, is it worth to work with this person? Is it worth to take this course? Is it worth it to invest into this, let's say book or podcast or video and whatnot, right? And when I say invest again, don't necessarily jump right away to money. Like I made a mistake in the past. When you're talking about investing, it's your time, it's your resources, which of course, time is a resource, but so is money. So is your attention, so is your focus. So is everything else that you put into something. Now. As I mentioned, I've been fortunate enough to meet and help so many people that had doubts initially 
And it always started with me. Until I was able to help myself, I couldn't really help anyone else, right? See, I used to pride myself on being independent. And in fact, I'm still proud of my independence. However, that also led to the idea that needing help or guidance in my personal development journey, or even my professional development journey, was something that showed weakness, something that showed that I was not good enough. And you see, there was something I had to deal with. I had to learn to love myself. I had to learn to understand that just by reaching out and asking for help, it's not a sign of weakness. And now, after sharing part of my personal journey with you and the challenges I have faced, it's clear that overcoming these isn't just about awareness. It's about taking actionable steps. So let's dive into some key strategies that I have found crucial in my own growth and have successfully guided others through. The first and perhaps most transformative step is actually discovering your why, your purpose, and setting clear achievable goals. You see, you may realize that in your life, as you look back, you've wanted things, right? You had visions, you had amazing goals. However, maybe you have fallen short of many of them. What I have found in my own journey is that when I didn't have a strong why behind what I wanted, behind what I wanted to do, it was very, very hard to get to whatever the end that I had in mind. Now, there were many more parts to it, but the big why, the big purpose is what was missing for me. And I've realized in working with hundreds of people that that seems to be a common denominator. When you understand what it is that drives you at the heart level, right? And I'm touching my heart here for those just listening. When you understand that you can follow your heart and you can do more things that bring you joy and fulfillment from the heart, not just the mind, everything will open up and you no longer live the dream of someone else and help them achieve it. You actually start living your own and implementing your own. Now, I said, you know, it's discovering your why and then taking action, right? By setting goals and, and going after them. We will have future videos coming up on exactly how to go about discovering your why. And we'll jump into that. But essentially, it distills down to looking back at your life, looking back at the stories of your life, and seeing what was driving everything that you did. See, for me, I looked at, for example, stories from my early childhood, some that I remember, some that others remember. Then I went to my early teen years and then beyond. And what I have realized, there was always a theme of me learning something and wanting to share with people like I'm doing with you right now. You see, there was always a theme of being in service to myself and others, again, by giving back. You see, there was a theme of me leading people, be it on the soccer field, be it in the corporate world, be it in my businesses. So once I started to see the patterns, I could hone in on what my why, my purpose is and my mission in life. And my mission is fairly simple. I'm here to be in service of myself and others. And what does that mean? I'm here to empower, inspire, guide, and support you on your beautiful life journey so you too can find joy and fulfillment in this life. That's it. Now, what does it do for me now? It allows me to take my mission, my why, and apply it to everything I do in life, be it in my corporate job, where now I'm a much better coworker, I'm a much better customer to work with or partner. I'm working better with my customers because I can come from a more empathic point of view. I can always say, okay, so how can I be in service to you? It allowed me to be more compassionate, less judgmental, less bitter, less jumpy, all of those things. It literally transformed me 
over the last few years and my colleagues and the customers that work with everyone else is feeling it and they're telling me that. Now that's my professional life. How about this when I'm sitting in front of you and I talk with so much passion? It's the same thing, right? I can bring this. I know that my mission is to empower and inspire and guide and support you. And if I cannot do that through, through this medium, what I can share with you in this video, then I have failed. So I always want to bring that. And the topics I bring to you are topics that are either inspiring you, empowering you, guiding you, or supporting you, or ideally all four of those things. So that's what I'm doing. Now, how about my personal life? With my partner, with my family, with my friends? The same idea. I have realized that I was doing too many things that were not based on that why. Spending time playing computer games. Sure, it was good for me to get distracted and forget about my sadness and my depression and my anxiety and my burnout. But it wasn't helping me to find fulfillment and joy in life. So I started to remove things from my life that weren't based on my why. And guess what happened next? My depression started to go away. My anxiety reduced significantly. My stress, sure, while still occasionally there, almost gone. Burnout feeling that I had for years, gone. I've overcome procrastination, hesitation, self-loathing, self-doubt, lack of self-confidence, fear of rejection, fear of success, fear of failure. You name it, there's a bunch more, right? All because I've taken the initiative to work on myself, to bring in people in my corner that align with what I want to go and get the guidance I need, get the inspiration I need. And that was it. Now, how does setting goals tie into this? Well, of course, we talked about your why. Now, what did I do? I set goals for myself. I said, you know what? I found my why. It's not enough to just have a why, right? You have to go to the next step, which is first inventory, where you are doing things aligned with your why, with your heart, with your purpose. And in my life, when I actually uncovered this, and it took me a while to uncover it, and thankfully, I have a process where I can help you uncover yours in literally just, you know, eight to 12 weeks. Once I uncovered that, it was okay. Let's take an inventory. In my life, it was only showing up maybe 10 to 15%. Was there any wonder? I was feeling depressed. I had anxiety. I had stress. I had burnout. I was procrastinating. Of course not. Because I was doing things that weren't aligned with my heart, with me, which meant that I was literally pushing against the tide instead of going with the tide. So I had to set goals. The first one was launching this beautiful podcast. And then from there, the vision blew up. I, I expanded my coaching and mentorship. People within my corporate career, people within my personal life, and now all of you beautiful souls. And I can tell you that again, that's transformed my life. Because with every conversation I have, with every podcast I record, with every coaching or mentorship session, with every little interaction, I grow as a person now because I have a strong why. Now, does it mean that you're always going to be doing things that are based on your why? No, I'll be honest with you. You won't be able to because life happens, right? You don't live in a bubble. You live in a society. You live with people. You have a job to go to that you may not like right this moment. However, you can absolutely find how you can take that 10% that shows up right now, like I said, in my case, and make it 25% and then make it 50% and make it as close as you can to 100%. So how would your life change if instead of doing a few things that align with who you are and who you want to be, so with your why, versus doing a lot more of those things? 
Just think about that for a second. Think about the things that make you the happiest and imagine doing even just two times as many of those. Now, that's the power of what I'm talking about here, about investing in yourself. The second on my list after, you know, you, you sit down and find your why and set your goals. And even maybe before that, because you may not know where to start, seeking a coach or mentor or mentors and coaches to help empower you and guide you is just transformational. You see, as I said earlier, I, I was resistant to that because I thought I can do it all myself. And sure enough, a lot of us can. But do you want to take 10 years to do something that a mentor or a coach can help you do in three months, six months, or 12 months? I wish I had the knowledge I have now and invested in my 20s because I can tell you I would be much farther along. And I have a very successful career. I have a very successful personal life. Pretty much by all definitions, I have the American dream. Yet, I got here facing all the challenges I mentioned earlier. Depression, anxiety, stress, burnout, the 10 thieves of our dreams. Can you imagine what you can do if you're already somewhat of a performer, top performer, high performer, or even you're at the beginning of your journey, but you remove some of those blockers? The sky is the limit. And that's what I have realized. And that's what I want you to realize. So having a coach or a mentor to help reboot your brain, rewire your brain, like I do, for example, help you find your why, help you see your blind spots, help you validate certain things. Well, that's invaluable, right? And it can be somewhat at work. I have many mentors I have met through my professional life. There's no exchange of money, just exchange of knowledge, exchange of trust, exchange of communication. And there are other coaches and mentors I pay for. Why? Because I value their expertise. I value their time and their programs. And they can help me shorten a time frame from, let's say, you know, it might take me 12 months to learn something myself to like, let's say a month or two months or three months. But see, it's not about the coaches doing the work for you. And I made a mistake too at the beginning. I thought, oh, you know what? I'm going to pay someone and I'm going to become so much better because they'll do a lot of the work and I just, you know, cruise along. The reality is there is no magic pill, no magic coach either, which means you have to put in the work. So I look at the people I've worked with and the successes they've had. And if you've watched any of my previous episodes, there are many examples of that. But guess what? It doesn't matter how amazing of a coach or mentor you have in your corner or how amazing I am if you work with me. Why? Because you have to do the work. So 99% of your success is because of you. 1% is your environment and the people in your corner. Now, that's my take, right? That 1% could be 5%, could be 10%. But really what I'm trying to say is you control the majority of what happens to you. Meaning that your thoughts will lead to your feelings. Your feelings will lead to your actions and your actions will lead to what you have. So if you don't have the right thoughts, then let's change that. Let's rewire and reboot your brain. If you don't have the right feelings, we have to go back to the thoughts because the thoughts are causing the feelings. If you're not taking the right actions, or rather, if you're not taking the right actions, guess what? It's because of your feelings, which is because of your thoughts, and your thoughts are influenced by your environment. So you see, there's many factors that you have to consider. And that's why having someone in your corner, even if it's paid or not, can extremely benefit you. Now, look at me, for example, now. I lost count in a way because I consider many of the people I've met in the last year alone doing my podcasting and exploring personal development, self-improvement to, to the next level, 10x the level I did before. And I've been on this journey for a while. And guess what? There's so many people I call mentors. 
it's just other peers on the same journey as me, but I can learn from them and they can learn from me. And then there's people I pay and then there's people I have through my professional life. So I, you would ask me, I could tell you, well, I probably have like 20 mentors. Now, does it mean all of them are equal and all of them have the same impact? Absolutely not. Some of them I see once every six months and that's value. Some of them I see every week, right? And of course, the ones you pay for, you can have a clear program with them and you know exactly what you get. So if you're interested in actually having a coach or a mentor or someone in your corner, hit me up, Constantine at UnleashTheSelf.com and I'll gladly jump on a, on a free call with you for 30 minutes. We'll do a quick inventory of your life. I'll provide you value right away. And then we can see how you can move forward, either with me. And if I cannot help you, I know so many people that can potentially help you. Anyway, let's continue on. The third item on my list is developing a growth mindset and building resilience. They kind of go hand in hand for me because both of them are about adapting one's mindset, embracing challenges and learning from setbacks. So let's say you did the first two, right? You got a coach to help you reboot and rewire your brain to help you find your why. And you did all the exercises to find your why, you set your goals. Now it's about having the right mindset. And you see, a mistake people make is that they think that mindset is everything. However, let me ask you this. Have you had scenarios where you copied someone's mindset, like maybe some successful athlete or some successful actor or some, someone successful you know in your life and then you failed? And you're like, how can I fail? I copied exactly what they did. Well, I did that too. And what's the truth there is that the mindset is built on top of your foundation. Your foundation is your psychology. And I'll explain in a second what that means. But what if your foundation is weak? Anything you build on top will come down. And that's your mindset and everything that comes with it. So if you don't work on your foundation and have a solid, solid foundation, then it doesn't matter how amazing the mindset is because you will end up self-sabotaging yourself. You'll end up failing at some point and then beating yourself up and going into the self-loathing area. Maybe you start hesitating, maybe you start procrastinating and all those things that we've all been guilty of at some point in our lives. So I said the foundation is a psychology, right? What is a psychology? It's essentially your thoughts and everything you have around three things, yourself, the people around you, and the world around you. What do I mean by that? Well, the thoughts you have about yourself, if you always tell yourself, oh, I'm such a procrastinator, I'm stupid. I am A, B, and C. I can never get things done. How do you think that's going to impact your mindset? See, if you don't reboot that, if you don't reset that, if you don't change that, it doesn't matter how good of a mindset you have. Now, how about the people around you? Well, if you're always thinking about the people in your circle as lazy or as not helping you or unlovable, whatever the case might be, or you don't surround yourself with the right people, how is that going to impact your mindset? Let's say you're someone that tries to eat healthier. Like, for example, I'm doing right now because I finally overcame some of the emotional challenges that kept me back. And I'm surrounded by people that go out all the time. They go out to all you can eat sushi and they go out to all these things. It doesn't matter how strong my mindset is. I'm going to fail. So again, who you surround yourself with, but also how you think about them, right? And of course, the world around us. What happens if you watch negative news all day long or even an hour a day? How do you feel after you watch another murder trial episode on TV or another crime show or listen to a crime show podcast, for example, how does it make you feel? Sometimes you can feel empowered and happy because the person was put behind bars. But how about all the negativity, the war, the poverty, the recession, everything that happens. If you fill your mind with only negative stuff or 
primarily negative stuff about the world around you. It's going to be very hard to put any mindset on top of that and succeed. I encourage you to look at your psychology and start working on that before you look at working on the mindset. So now let's get back. I mentioned you need to develop a growth mindset and build resilience. Growth mindset means you're always open to learning more. You're always open to the idea that you don't know enough and you may be wrong. And that will allow you to see so many things you may have missed otherwise. You see, I grew up in Eastern Europe, right? I had a fixed mindset, meaning that if I made a mistake, it was about hiding it. It was about being punished. It was about being worried about making more mistakes in the future and about punishing myself. And once I realized the shortcomings of that and made a transition to a growth mindset, my life changed. I embraced opportunities and challenges because I knew that even if I failed, at the very least, I learned something. Even if I failed, nobody was going to come beat me up. Sure, some failures, let's call them, or falling downs are more, more painful than others. But at the very, very, very least, you can learn something from them. All right? And everything else is a cherry on top of the cake. Now, building resilience goes hand in hand. What's resilience? It's your ability to be able to bounce back faster from setbacks. Like if you fell down, okay. Get back up, dust yourself off, be like, okay, how can I do this better next time? Celebrate your successes and, and, and move on. You see, often we beat ourselves up so much that we don't have any resilience. When something hard happens, we just curl up in a ball and we're like, okay, life is so unfair. God is so unfair. And sure, for more, many of us, we have more unfair circumstances that we have no control over. But what you do have control is over yourself, over your psychology, over your mindset, Right. So start there, regardless of what position you find yourself in life. And the last one I'll add to the list here is that you want to engage in self-reflection and continuous learning. They go hand in hand with what I mentioned above, right? For me, the biggest changes in my life happened when I stopped looking out there and I start looking in here. Now I point to my heart, I point to my chest. What I mean by that is that I started to introspect and look back at my childhood, look back through my subconscious mind, look back at my patterns. What are my limiting beliefs? What are my traumas? What are the lessons I left wrapped up in the past? What can I learn? What can I learn in, in the things I'm doing right now? And being 150% honest with you, if that's even possible, that's been the biggest, biggest, biggest catalyst to my growth. Looking inwards. I don't, I'm not talking about you stopping to look externally. That's fine. You can do that. Not a problem at all. You can still consume content like you're doing right now. But not just consume content. Implement what you learn and start looking internally as well. And stop living someone else's dream. It's fine to help them to achieve theirs as long as you help yourself to achieve yours. And continuous learning, no-brainer, right? Again, I told you the story where honestly, I remember many times I would be like not enjoying what I was learning in school, be it high school or university. Because I wasn't doing things that I was passionate about, like psychology, for example, or even some mathematic courses, mathematics rather. And guess what? I couldn't wait until I'm like, oh, I'm going to be done studying so I can just stop having to learn. Because I had this illusion that somehow <laughs> getting out of school meant that we never learn anymore. And being, if you work in the corporate world or if you work in any job, look for opportunities to continuously learn. Some organizations do a better job than others, right? They, they'll provide you with chances to learn. But it still requires you to take the action. It still requires you to, to, to do the learning, to, to, to take the next step. 
And if you are not fortunate enough to have guides in your life now, or you have the right job to promote your continuous learning, do it yourself. The internet now is a magical place. You have videos like this. You have many other videos online. Take advantage of that, right? There's many books, many podcasts, you name it, you can continuously learn. And I believe in you, but that doesn't mean anything unless you believe in yourself. Now that we cover some of these crucial aspects, I want to remind you that you have the power to change your circumstances, no matter how bleak they may look. And if you don't have the power to do that, it's likely because you haven't seen your pure potential. So I invite you to introspect, to look in and realize that nobody's going to come save you. Nobody's going to come do that for you, right? You have to step up. And when you step up, not only are you going to change your world, you're going to change the world of those around you. And you may become an inspiration for others. So when I say may, I have a big smile on my face. You actually will become an inspiration because you have overcome something that others are struggling with, which means you can give back. You see, when I began on my journey, I didn't think twice that, oh, you know what, there'll be a day when I'm going to share my journey, I'm going to inspire people, I'm going to empower them to go on this journey. And that's exactly what happened. The more I share my story authentically, the more I share my challenges authentically and vulnerably, the more people are impacted and they get the permission to go on and chase their dreams, they, to go on and follow their hearts, to go on and overcome depression, anxiety, stress, burnout, procrastination, hesitation, fear of failure, all those things that I mentioned earlier. And I'm telling you, you can do that too. And I believe in you. I 100% believe in you. And you need to get to a point where you believe in yourself and then the rest will be history, as they say. If you found value in today's episode, I'd be extremely grateful if you could take a moment to subscribe, like, comment, rate, and review Unleash Thyself on YouTube or your preferred podcast platform. Your support helps us grow and reach more people on their unique journeys so they too can transform. This is Constantine Moroon your companion on this voyage towards empowerment, reminding you that no one, and I mean no one, is more capable and has more knowledge to save you and take you to the next level than you do. Continue the journey to know thyself so you can unleash thyself. And as always, we cannot do it alone. So let's do it together. Thank you.